This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, I know what you're thinking on Sports Talk with Jock. You're thinking, hey, it's Tuesday night. Why does Jock have Craig Button on a Tuesday night? Well, a couple of reasons why we wanted to bring Craig Button, our NHL insider, on tonight. First of all, this is our first show of 2017, so we didn't have a show last night, so we didn't have a chance to talk to Craig on his regular time slot, which is Monday nights at 7.30. Of course, Craig also joins us every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, but there's another reason why I wanted to bring Craig Button on tonight. Give a listen. Once a year we celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun And the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound We let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song Happy birthday, now you're one year older Happy birthday, your life still isn't over Happy birthday, you did not accomplish much <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Button Thank you, Jock. That's a pretty good tune. I don't think I've ever heard that tune before. The Arrogant Worms. You're one year older, but don't worry. I, I don't feel you're older. So oh, that's okay, good. well, that's good. That's good. Oh, man. Well, you get to uh, get to see a heck of a game tomorrow night, I think. Sweden against uh, uh, Sweden against Canada, the World Junior Hockey Championships. Now, uh, we wanted to talk to you tonight, and by the way, Happy New Year. Hope you had a great uh, New Year's. And in Montreal, I guess you spent New Year's, which is your hometown, which is good. It was good. It was really nice and we really, I mean, I mean, the World Junior Tournament. No matter where it is, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And certainly, being in Montreal with uh, with all my family and my wife's family, it was wonderful. Okay, so so I, I played this clip earlier. I'll play it one more time here because we're trying to figure out what Team Canada head coach Dominic Ducharme is is trying to do here. Is he trying to fire up his guys, or is he trying to get into Sweden's head? Uh, a little bit of bulletin board material from the coach today. Here's what Coach Ducharme had to say: Building the last ten years at. Uh... They're really good in the first round, and uh, but they have ways to lose when things get tougher, and we want to make it tough on them. <laughs> so he's right because in preliminary play, Sweden is off the charts, forty and zero, I believe they are. Uh, one in four in their last five gold medal games, though. Uh, so, so what? What is the coach trying to do here, in your opinion, Craig? Wow, I mean, you know, he said they've been really good. They've been perfect, 40 and 0. Let me just tell you this, okay? I think it's false bravado uh, by uh, Donald Sharp. You want to make it tough on Sweden? Well, get a game plan in order for your team. Mm-hmm. Get a game plan in for your team and show them how to make it tough for them. Because I'll tell you what, four lines deep, seven defensemen complete, the goaltending solid. This Sweden team is excellent. I picked them to win the gold medal at the outset of the tournament. Watching them for five games, they have done nothing to change my mind. In fact, all they've done is strengthen my my opinion. And Canada has very little margin for error in that game against Sweden. So if I'm Dominic Ducharme, I'll tell you what, this team that's playing here this year isn't the same team that played last year. It's certainly not the same team that played 10 years ago. I think it's silly. I think it's stupid. If you think a team is going to capsize because of something you said, give me a break. He hasn't been paying attention. The other stupid things I'm hearing is, oh, Sweden hasn't been tested. Oh, really? Canada gets to play against Latvia and Slovakia, two junior B teams, and then they get to play Russia, which is a really poor team, and they got schooled by the USA, by the way, who nearly got taken to the map by Switzerland. Mm. Let me tell you this. That pool where Sweden was was really tough and really competitive. They have no, no, they have very, very thin margin for error. 
And if they're not, I mean, they're going to almost have to play a perfect game or hope that Sweden absolutely capsizes, and I wouldn't bet on that. So you better get your team prepared. You better show them what they got to do to play well and get after it. And I don't think it's going to happen. I, 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 I'm picking Sweden in this game. Can, can Canada win? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you Canada can't win. It's a one-game set, and we know what happens in tournament play. But I'm not picking Canada one. I, I think you nailed it. Very little, you know, room for for margin for for the Calgary. You know, very little error for margin for the Calgary uh, for Team Canada, I should say. And you know, Canada's probably going to have to play a perfect game. Uh, they they haven't played a perfect game yet in this tournament, as far as I'm concerned, Craig. Uh, would that be a fair assessment? You know, they're not capable of playing a perfect game. You know, everybody wants to play a perfect game, Jock, and I'm not trying to pick on the on the on the word perfect. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, you better figure out a way how to put a dent into Sweden. Beating a team as good as Sweden isn't about you playing perfect because it's impossible. And if you ask your players to play perfect, good luck. What you got to do is just give them a game plan and say, here are the three things we got to do to beat this team. Here, here's what we have to do. And how are you going to put a dent into them? So, I mean, the, the, the Swedes drive the net. They attack the net. The, the, they don't play outside the dots. They play inside the dots. So you better be able to defend inside the dots. Number two, they attack with speed. Their transition game is unbelievable, and they attack with speed. They attack the blue line. They hold the neutral zone. Their defensemen are up. They're not sitting back, and, uh, you know, you know, defending the play. They're, they're up, ready to initiate. And the other thing, they're they're quick to the position, and they're hard on pucks. Mm-hmm. So Dominic Ducharme's coaches have better figure out a way to give his team a plan that, that, that the players can execute. That's what they need to do, and it's going to be real difficult in my view. You know, obviously there's lots of skill on that that Swedish team. You know, can they can they be intimidated, I guess, for, for lack uh, of a better jock, word? Jock, Jock, don't even go there. Okay. Don't I... even go there. You know what? <laughs> Canada's going to have to withstand the, the, uh, the competitiveness of Sweden. Sweden's big-time competitive. I mean, this idea that teams from Europe are, 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 are not competitive and can be intimidated, it, it's hogwash. It, it, it is so old. Mm-hmm. It is so passe. And anybody that wants to say it, they're just silly. They, they, they haven't been paying attention the last 10 years. That's why, I hesi- that's why I hesitated when I asked the question. But yeah. well, those, <laughs> Listen, be the last time you ask it. Okay, okay, okay fair. Make me that promise. Okay? I, I will, I'll make you that promise right now. Craig Butner, NHL Insider. We're not talking about the NHL right now. We're talking about the World Junior hockey championships of course uh, semi-final action it gets going at tomorrow you can watch all of the action on tsn uh, the, the other thing that dominic ducharme has done last week you were very passionate about the goaltending and you know you said right from day one carter hart was going to be the number one goaltender well uh, then you play the, the quarterfinal game and it's connor ingram has, has you know is what's dominic ducharme doing with his goaltending situation craig and, 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 you know, it's a good question, and I have no problem. I think Connor Ingram's a good, solid goaltender, right? And I, I you know, and I think the key thing for the coaching staff is who do they believe in? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really care if they've named their goalie or haven't named their goalie. I, don't, I really don't care. The key for them is to be communicating within their group. Are they? Are, and, and I can't imagine that they wouldn't be communicating uh, with their goaltenders and uh, them understanding, you know, what you know what what's going to unfold tomorrow and what they need to be prepared for uh, with respect to who's starting and and uh, and you know what, what what they can expect from Sweden. And the, 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 everybody says, oh, well, you know, as they find out, as long as he's commuting within his group, nothing else matters. Doesn't matter if he's telling the media uh, who's starting. Right. Bottom line is, if he's not telling his players what's going on, that's the issue, and we'll never know. Yeah, uh, who would you go with if you were coaching? I would go with Carter Hart. Would you? I, 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 that, that, that's just me. But uh, for, you know, to me, Carter Hart has 
has uh, has the ability, I think, to really be settled. Uh, and, and not that Connor Ingram, I think it's a thin margin. But for me, I go with Carter Hart. That's just my own. That's just my own view. And especially after what happened against the Czechs, I I, I would come back with Carter Hart. I, I watched some of your uh, game uh, this weekend with uh, Dennis Bayak, and I, I tell you what, Craig, I, I, the more I see you as a, as a broadcaster, I, I have so much more respect because doing color commentating is not an easy gig, and I'll give you a pat on the back here. Uh, very nice job. Well, thank you. Dennis Bayak is such so good. And, you know, I mean, at, at, the end of the, at the end of it all, I mean, when you have somebody like that working alongside you that, you know, really has a command of, of the game, has a command of the flow, has a command of the players, because he does. It just makes it easy to interject. And, you know, I, uh, I, I only have to worry about, you know, observing and commenting on what's happening in the game. And, of course, we have fantastic people behind the scenes to just make things happen. No doubt about that. Uh, of course, you can watch both the games tomorrow on a TSN. The, the early game has Russia against the USA. Um, how do you see this one playing out? I don't think Russia's very good. I don't think Russia has very much firepower. I mean, uh, Kirill Kaprizov is a real good player. Uh, their goaltender, Samsonov, is good. They just don't have any dynamic elements. And, 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 and I'm not talking about just offense. I'm also talking about they're not heavy. They're not rugged. They're not going to, they're not defensively, you know, stout, you know? So to me, yeah, you know, they played a good game against the, the Danes because they were, they were able to really keep them outside. And, you know, you know the Danes had been a real good story in this tournament and uh, full marks beating Finland and Czech Republic. Uh, but to me, the, the, the U.S. has too much. They, they, they have too much firepower. They have too much uh, scoring power. They have too much uh, ability. They have size up front. They can really push those players out. And I just don't see, I just don't see Russia as being able to muster much of an attack. Now, can, 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 they, can they slow it down and try to make it a real low-scoring, slow game? Yeah. Uh, and, and I think they're going to have to make it as, as, uh, as, as fluid as toothpaste. Because that's their only chance to win. As fluid as toothpaste, I love that. I, I do like the Russian goaltender Samsonov. He, he he's, yeah, he's a good goalie. Yeah, he is. He is a good goaltender. He could be the difference maker, couldn't he? Well, he could be, but you, you know, and 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 you know, the power play is good, uh, but because they're not real quick and they're not real quick on the blue line, they have a propensity for taking penalties, and so the Danes couldn't take advantage. The Danes got the first power play, and they they just really couldn't take advantage of that. Uh, a lot of shot blocks by the Russians. The U.S. will be able to take advantage of it. They'll be able to draw penalties. They'll be able to push the Russians, I think, into spots of vulnerability. And I think they'll be able to take advantage on the power play. Uh, Craig, I, I did want to ask you quickly about uh, Finland because uh, it, it was bizarre seeing the, the coaches fired, assistant coaches, head coach replaced uh, prior to their last, uh, you know, round rob. You're on the ground, you know, at the World Junior Tournament. Uh, had you ever seen anything like that? Uh, you know, I, I was just stunned when that news broke. Unprecedented, Jock. And, and and the second part of it is uh, Finnish hockey is not knee-jerk. They're no. not a knee-jerk uh, uh, organization. They, they're they very measured. They, they they get behind everybody. They give great support. But, but I'll tell you, Jock, uh, right from the beginning of the tournament, they were out of sync. They were... Not a, they were not a very coordinated group, and more than that, I, I I think that they were playing a style of game that, that that was not going to give them any chance for success, and that happened. And I think the players' spirit had really been affected. And when they made the change, it, it was legitimately about the spirit of the players. 
It was legitimately a fear that the spirit of the players was so low that they were at risk of perhaps being relegated by the time they got to that point. So they felt that, you know, the coach that came in, UCI Hocus, he was the gold medal winning coach at the U18. He's going to coach the world junior team next year. He knew uh, eight of those players and he knew them well, and they knew him. And I think that that had a, had a factor in, 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 in making the change, but, you know, they they really felt that that the spirit of the team was so low mm. that they were left with no choice. Wow, that uh, like I said, unprecedented. That's a good way to uh, to put it. Hey, I asked you this question, you know, last uh, before the tournament started uh, when we did this feature, and I think it's worth asking again, uh, just because there probably is a different audience with Sweden. I, I, I know you were talking about some of the players to watch. Uh, maybe there are some fans out there listening in right now that really haven't seen that Sweden team. Who are some players uh, that that you're excited about that you've seen in this tournament? Some draft eligible players, but just just some players that you know could be difference makers tomorrow for Sweden. Well, a couple of the draft eligible players are, are on their third line and they're protected so well because of the depth of the group. I mean, I, I mean, Jock, I'll just go quickly through it. I mean, the first line with Joel Eriksson-Eck at center of the Minnesota Wild first rounder, Alexander Nylander's a star. He's a superstar. Sure, sure. And, and, and he's the star in the big moments. I mean, he is the guy that is, is their undisputed, I mean, arguably the best player in, in, in the tournament and right there as, as one of the best. And then you have Carl Grunstrom up there on that line, the Maple Leafs energy competitive. I mean, their second line, Rasmus Asplund with, with the Buffalo Sabres, he's a heartbeat player. And then you have Jonathan Dahlin, the, the son of uh, Alfie Dahlin, uh, drafted by the, uh, by the Ottawa uh, Senators. And an, another really, really good goal scorer, really smart around the net. And then you have Jens Luke, uh, a really hardworking guy. Their third line is the two draft eligibles, Leah Anderson and, uh, uh, no, Elias Anderson and Elias Pedersen. And they don't have to play in any type of tough situation. The fourth line, Wangerly, uh, Olsen, and Soderland, these guys are unbelievable speed. They're, they disrupt everything from an opponent. So they're four lines deep. Then you go to their defense. I mean, they got Jakob Larson. I mean, he's, he, he's a stud drafted by Anaheim. You have Gabriel Carlson. Guess what? The, the Columbus Blue Jackets are going to add him to their blue line. <laughs> they're competitive. They're physical. And then you have the 16-year-old, you know, star in the making, Rasmus Dahlin, who very well could be the first overall pick in 2018. And guess what? He just has to be their sixth, seventh defenseman because the five in front of him are so good. Wow. And then you have the goaltending, Felix Stan. That's what I say. They're deep in the forward group. They're complete on the blue line, and they're solid in the net. This team is, and, and I mean, they got all the elements. And like that, they initiate. They're hard on the puck. They're hard to position. And so, I mean, what I would say to you is, is, I mean, you, you look at Alex Nylander, I mean, he's, he's unbelievable. I mean, he is unbelievable. And Thomas Shabbat is going to have a real, uh, a real task ahead of him on, uh, on Wednesday night to, to play against Alex Nylander. And, and keep this in mind, Sweden has the last change of the home team. I tell you what, Canada better bring their A game from the sounds of it, uh, Craig. That's a 5.30 start tomorrow night on a TSN, Canada and Sweden. Craig, as always, I appreciate your time. I, I promised I'd only keep you for one segment tonight, but we'll talk to you on Thursday night as well. You have a happy birthday. Enjoy yourself tonight. Enjoy that game tomorrow night. I will. Thank you very much, Jock. You betcha. Craig Button, our NHL insider, he joins us twice a week here on Sports Talk with Jock. And, of course, he will be back on Thursday night, his regular time slot. That is 7 o'clock. We will update what's happening in the National Hockey League tonight. Can the Columbus Blue Jackets make it 16 wins in a row? 
one away from the NHL record. Maybe, just maybe, they're taking on the Edmonton Oilers tonight. I will fill you in when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.